Hello! Two weeks in a row! And welcome to the Right Ride Podcast, Season 2, Episode 32, To Nano or Not To Nano. I forgot the, the tagline, but everybody knows it at this point. You guys know it. We're not... this. We're keeping this in. This is staying in the podcast. My name is Elon. I'm John. <laughs> and I'm Craig. <laughs> and it... If our calculations are correct, it should be just about November or November very soon, which means that everyone you know in the writing world is going to be talking about how they are deep in the throes of NaNoWriMo or how much they dislike NaNoWriMo, um, which is, you know, the entire writing community is consumed with discussion of NaNoWriMo uh, during the month of November. And in case someone is listening to this and does not know what NaNoWriMo is, NaNoWriMo is the National Novel Writing Month, which is an organization that formed after a writer based, I believe, in Berkeley, California, um, decided with a group of his friends to try to write a novel in a month. And slowly it turned into a movement that now uh, touches, uh, I believe, more than 400,000 people worldwide. It's a nonprofit that brings the tools of fiction writing and uh, the craft to uh, to young people um, around the world, which I think is a wonderful cause to contribute to. Um, and so NaNoWriMo has turned from a, I'm going to write a novel in a month, uh, which it still is, into I'm going to write a novel in a month, and also I'm going to be fundraising for this organization that brings storytelling craft to, uh, to the world. Um, but, you know, for... For the grand majority of people, NaNoWriMo still means, I'm going to sit down and write a novel. I'm going to write 50,000 words in 30 days. Um, and so that's why everyone in the writing world talks about it, because a lot of NaNoWriMo novels have actually turned into successful, uh, you know, traditionally published pieces of work. The Night Circus, famously, uh, was a NaNoWriMo novel, and it was like a New York Times bestseller, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I... I think i'm not sure but i think the twilight series might have started as a nanorimo project um really i i might be misremembering but you get the idea nano is a a wonderful thing uh which encourages tons of people to write but it can also be pretty divisive in terms of people's feelings about it as i mentioned earlier because it can be the kind of thing that um if you're like me, say, and you're not that uh, good at writing consistently or large word counts, it can be really discouraging. So I will, typically this is how my Novembers go. I will try NaNoWriMo, I'll be very excited about it, I'll write 10,000 words in a week, and then I will stop writing, and I will fail NaNoWriMo, usually at between 10 and 12,000 words, and then I will not write for two months, because I'm down on myself about having failed. Um, I will stop talking now and ask John and Craig. John and Craig, do you nano? I've tried. Actually, A Thousand Roads was my nano novel no, for 2013. And I failed. I, did, I think I wrote <laughs> twenty to 30,000. But I kept picking at it. And eight, eight months later, I had a finished first draft. So, And here I am now, still with it. Um, but according to nano, I'm a nano rebel. Because I didn't like their, I didn't, I don't like the idea of having to pace myself to a certain amount every day. Um, so 
but what I love about Nano is the group spirit. So um, even though I'll I'll gladly accept the label Nano Rebel, you know, I can't can't pretend it's something else. I mean, uh, I still really do like the whole idea of being involved with other people who are doing Nano um, because it's a great way to write a new novel if you if you're in that. If you want to write a new novel for whatever reason, I know writers who are revising or working on another novel, and they will do nano properly, which means you're writing something brand new. So, um, but that's the thing: if you're going to do nano and you don't do it the right way, you'll be labeled. <laughs> you'll be labeled by everyone else. So, so just be sure you say what you're actually doing. <laughs> uh, I normally fail nano. I think I've one once because i'm pretty sure i got the half off scrivener coupon because i don't think i've ever i don't think i paid full price for scrivener so i must have won or i cheated i don't think so maybe i don't know i won't uh, tell yeah so i don't win because as i said in the last episode i often don't write every day so even though i have higher word counts when i write because it's not every day, I don't have that consistency, and I don't reach 50000 in a month. I'd normally hit about 30000 I think. Um, I've given up on the competitive nature of NaNoWriMo, and I acknowledge it's sort of self-competition. You're not really competing against others. So I've given up on that because that doesn't help me or hinder me. It really has no impact. So I just kind of do what I do. Um, but I do try to write more than I normally would. In November, um, I think I once described myself as a nano lamo for not <laughs> because I think I, that year I think I had done ten thousand words, and so I said I'm a nano lamo, and so I've kind of that was the same year we we both that's 2013. Yeah, so I uh, <laughs> have accepted that as that's what's going to happen in nano, so I don't try to win. Um, but I also don't follow the rules. I don't do a new project usually. I'm just continuing with what I'm doing, but I try to write more. Mm -hmm. So as a nano lamo and a nano rebel, um, what is it? What does it feel like for you guys to watch the entire writing community, uh, or for for, well, for for what it's worth, the popular writing community online sort of get transformed into a many-headed nano rhyming beast? Um, what is it does it frustrate you or do you just kind of are you just kind of like oh that's that's neat everyone's doing that again what is a what's that like i find for me that it's it can be tempting sometimes because there's so much energy so much enthusiasm and i've had to learn to just stay very it's been hard that's one of the challenges for me is to stay focused on one thing and pour all of my energy into that um so I, I have to remember to do that. Sometimes it's there's ideas. I always have ideas about oh I could write this and that and and I, I do my best to resist it. But NaNoWriMo is really hard because um, there's this everyone's talking about their new project they're going to begin in, and I feel like here I am. This is year number four, and probably I'm spending at least another year on this book before I move on to write the next one. And so it's. It's like a different paradigm for me, but I don't, I, I've learned not to see it as something where 
I feel like people are making mistakes because there was a time where I, I just in order to feel like I wasn't doing it wrong, I had to look at that as like being a little bit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I also used to nano judge Mo. Oh, is that what it's called? I like that. That's what I'm calling it now. I just I coined that. We can keep it. If we have nano lamo, we've got a little bit of a rule here for all these <laughs> terms. Okay, I like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. And it was a, it was a mechanism for me to defend myself from, from judging myself too harshly about not participating or not successfully participating. I'd just be like, you know, uh, I would have to tell myself things that are patently untrue and unkind in order to, uh, not feel like a, like an abject failure while watching everyone else, you know, write enormous word counts, um, over the month of November. Um, incidentally, I have been attending a bi-monthly reading event in Oakland called NanoLitmo, uh, that I was introduced to by a friend that I used to work with, um, who, uh, is very closely affiliated with the Nano organization. Um, and so, so it's this bi-monthly reading series where people come by and because Nano is a Bay Area organization, it's like all of the people from Nano HQ come by. It's very exciting love-in and they're positive energy and their like like fierce love of NaNoWriMo has infected me with this like sort of newfound respect and appreciation for it um, and as a result I've decided to completely commit to NaNo this year as I mentioned in the last episode um, and, and the way that I'm committing to it is by trying to do as much pre-writing and pre-planning as I can during October in preparation for November during which I hope to have a schedule of daily scenes to write, which I think will be a, a massive difference maker in my nano experience. Um, but that is, that is a, you know, in a mid, early mid-October prediction. We'll see how I feel in the last week of October about that. Um, so it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure it's going to be a struggle, but I also, I signed up for the night of writing dangerously which is uh, November 19th in a ballroom in San Francisco. And it is an event where a bunch of nano writers who did a fundraising event together to get tickets uh, go and attend this sort of like gala event where there's like snacks and candy and tables everywhere. And people sit from, I believe, like 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. in a massive space and just write and write and write and write and write and write. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be really cool. I've heard good things about that event. And I think that just kind of surrounding myself with that energy in preparation for Nano, then doing a bunch of really diligent preparation prior to Nano, instead of saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it too. Um, and sort of hopping onto the train late and telling myself that I can do it if I only commit. Um, I think that it might be different this time. And, and it might, it might do the trick. I might actually finish writing a novel ever. Um, which would be really cool. I think that would be a great uh, way to call myself a writer. Um, so, so uh, a as Craig suggested in the last episode, I think we're going to try to do a nano follow-up uh, to see, A, if nano was good for any of us, and B, if I succeeded at my crazy uh, self-appointed task. Um, but, so, cr you said, Craig, that you like to try to write a little bit more during nano. So it's not quite like participating in NaNoWriMo, but it's like letting that energy, that writing energy that suffuses the whole community, infect you a little bit. Um, is it a conscious decision, or do you think it's just something that happens as a result of watching the writing world go a little bit crazy? Uh, I think it's um, 
more that our local writing group, they tend to do um, NaNoWriMo, so I just kind of go along with them. I'm not really involved in the online writing community that much um, because I don't know if it's maybe just the aspects of the community I was involved in, but I found there was a lot of ego there and a lot of uh, showing off, and I had no time for that, so I just kind of left that behind and so I don't really engage in the writing online anymore. Um, and I don't know if it's so much of a conscious decision to write more. Oh, I mean, it is a conscious decision because I do decide to write more. But um, our writers group is semi-online um, and semi-in-person. And so, like, the in-person uh, part of our writing group, like, we just go over to our place and we sit down and we write for an hour. And we try to do that more frequently in November than we do the rest of the year. So it's more getting caught up in other people's energy, but yeah. in person energy. Absolutely. I think, you know, th th I think that we should probably um, talk about um, the the cult of personality uh, that exists in the online writing world from individuals as well as collectives, um, because the environment can be pretty alarming. Um, it might be really interesting to talk about that another time. Um, but to, to, to keep the focus on nano, even though I'd like immediately want to start diving into that topic. Um, I think that that group mentality, that, that sort of, uh, the excitement that you get by proxy of seeing people who are trying to do something, uh, that's challenging them as an inspiration to challenge yourself is, is a big part of why nano is so successful. Um, but there's another aspect to it that I think I only was able to appreciate after going on the writing excuses cruise. And that has to do with, um, with taking myself out a little bit, taking sort of my, my ego out of the project that I'm working on and just focusing on the act of writing and the craft of writing and the enjoyment of the writing itself, instead of, instead of connecting, you know, my, my personal value to the state of the project. Um, and I think that that's where, where the big pitfall in Nano is. You know, I judge myself for not finishing Nano, for not winning Nano. I judge myself for not successfully coming up with an idea clever enough. When in reality, and this is the thing that I mentioned learning on the cruise, is writing is writing, and writing should still be fun. And if every time I sit down to write, it's a, it's a battle between me and my psyche, uh, that's not actually a hobby that I should continue pursuing. Um, and so teaching myself to take a step back and to take my writing less seriously, but myself more seriously as a writer, um, I think that Nano can actually have a really positive impact there. Uh, if you decide to just kind of write something fun, you know, like if you, if you take Nano as a break from that project that you've been working on for years and you're like, you know, this November, I'm going to write you know, 50,000 words of nonsense. Let's go have some fun. Let's write a story about, you know, a one-eared rabbit in a world of two-eared rabbits and that rabbit's struggle. Like, it doesn't sound that interesting, but whatever. I'll write 50,000 words and it'll be cool to take my mind out of this one thing that I've been working on. Um, and so what I've been trying to do for myself is to say, this is a concept, the, the, the story that I'm, I'm working on for Nano this year uh, is a concept that I've been intrigued with playing with for a while um, but it's also one that I don't want to 
to dive too deeply into because there are it's just like problematic there's a lot of there would just be a lot of work that i don't really want to do it's just something that i kind of want to play with i want to play with an idea let's play with the idea let's not uh close every single world building hole and just write for writing's sake um, and Nano, because it's so fast, because it's so frantic, and because it's so crazy, might actually encourage that space between the project and the writer and increase the connection between the writer and the writing, um, which is a thing that I think I've, I've, I've been trying to figure out that sweet spot so that when I do sit down to write the thing that really does matter to me, I've spent the time and the effort building up my relationship to the writing that it's easier for me to pull out the story the way I want it to be pulled out. Does that, I, I, I feel like I just rambled, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at emotionally with NaNoWriMo. I found all of that super interesting. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a ramble. Oh, great. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> um, so think, we like to reinforce your point. I think it is important to separate yourself from your project and mm -hmm grow that connection between you and writing because writing and project are very different things. Project is very goal oriented. Writing is process oriented and writing is a process quite often. Yeah. It's interesting. And we're actually going to be talking about this in the next episode. Uh, but I find that I'm already there as a professional writer in the corporate space. Like I, I'm connected to the craft. I can write about anything that I'm assigned to write to and I enjoy that process. But when it comes to writing fiction, I haven't quite figured out that exact same separation. It might, we can explore it in the next episode because that's what we're going to be talking about. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that if I succeed at this nano attempt, it might have profound uh, and lasting effects on me as a writer, not just because I finished a novel, but because I finished one I don't care too much about. <laughs> um, we I, Do we have an assignment for our listeners? Do we even assign things or do we just say, hey, if you feel like trying something out, go try something out? I think to follow up um, along the lines of what you just talked about, um, I mean, NaNoWriMo is coming up, and so for some listeners, assuming this will come out just a bit before November, um, if you haven't picked your project yet, maybe try something different rather than the one you've always wanted to write. Just pick something else. I really like your idea of uh, choosing a project that'll just connect you to writing itself rather yeah. than something that has to be like that one thing you've always wanted to write because... Um, that in and of itself is not something that's necessarily going to come out in a month. True. Um, and if you're struggling for ideas, I recommend using story dice or a story plot generator online. There are a ton of resources that can help you. There's like a story generator that's just like A meets B and it'll be like Star Trek meets, uh, you know, um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, or whatever. It'll just, like, slam two... Uh, Apocalypse Now meets the Teletubbies. It'll just, like, slam two things together, and you're like, okay, here I go. And it's difficult to feel emotionally connected to something you find absurd from the outset. So using something like Story Dice or a Plot Generator is a great way to separate yourself emotionally from the thing you're going to write. Um, so we referenced a bunch of these story generators in a previous episode i'll throw some links up on the website when we post this episode but uh, i think that's a great assignment to just like write whatever happy nanowrimo if you choose to 
Happy Nano Lamo if you choose not to. Happy Nano Judgmo if you need to do that. <laughs> Thank you, podcasters, for joining me. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. And we will see you next time.